till these set is finished We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop, till it's over with We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop, until these set is Hello again, hello again, hello again Hope this episode finds you well today You are tuned in to The Blue Book Brought to you by Seabrook Ministries and hosted by your boy Blue. I hope today has been a good day for you. I hope the Lord has blessed you. Maybe taught you a few things along the way. Um, maybe you know you found some, did something, seen something, experienced something that life changer. Um, one thing I always encourage is that the God voice is on. If you're listening to the God voice, and uh, you uh, do all you can to abide by what God would want you to do or the old school saying WWJD what would Jesus do easy said than done if you don't really know who he is but in any case I hope you guys are staying safe hope you guys are only doing the essential leaving the house at this point I know that this nation's in the transition of going back to business slowly but surely. That's going to take some time to do. But we are definitely needing to get out of our shells of a house and move about. So hopefully uh, the plans that are set will be good and we will be able to slowly get back to somewhat of a life. Um, at the same time, still be protective. Still wear your masks, glasses if you have them, and gloves. Wash your hands, sanitize your hands. Do all the stuff. Eat your vitamins. Take, you know, drink your drink your smoothies or eat your proper foods to keep up your immune system. Even when this is all done, that's also a very good thing to do, regardless of the situation. Um, anyhow, everyone should be in good spirits. We are going to have a really different message today, um, and we're going to be going out of the Old Testament today. It's going to be definitely uh, something of God here. So, before we get into the book, I'd like to pray. Here on Blue Book, we do pray. The Blue Book of Life. We're, we're going to we're going to pray. We're going to pray about God opening our minds to the the word of the day, or the message of the, of the day. So, everyone together, Father come to you right now asking you and only you to enlighten our minds broaden our vision to what you want us to hear and what you want us to know for your word is a lamp into my feet so I want you to enlighten our minds and to lead us guide us and direct us in your way that you want us to do and see in your word and what is the most important stuff for you, us to take away from what you have to say in your word. We thank you for the ability to read your word. We thank you for the ability to, to, to eat of the word. This is called spiritual food or a spiritual diet. And this is definitely meat and potatoes straight from the good stock. And we thank you, Father, for that. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Yeah, look at it like that. Uh, you should want meat and potatoes from the Word of God. It shouldn't be 
just a little bit of candy here, a little bit of candy there. That's easy, that's flesh stuff. That's flesh, that, 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 that's surface stuff. Um, that's black and white. That's the good parts of the Bible. That's the happy parts. Um, but the, the meat and potatoes is what we try to bring to you every Blue Book uh, episode. So, the message. So, you'll see. If you have your Bibles, whether it's by computer, whether it's by Android, Apple, cell phone, tablet, iPhone, laptop, desktop, or even the good book itself. Uh, let's open up to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah 118. First chapter of Isaiah, verse 18. Um, I myself read out of the Amplified to AMP. Been doing that for quite a long time now. Whatever version of the Bible you have, there's nothing wrong with it. We will go down those and talk about as many as we can. Um, whatever comprehends to you, whatever you can make sense of, is endorsed. Uh, and we will discuss that. But there's no right or wrong. It's what you have, you read, if you understand it, praise God. Okay? So, Isaiah... First chapter, verse 18. Come now and let us reason together. Let us reason together. What does that even mean? Reason together. Reason together is to work together. Come to a medium. A happiness. Something we all can agree on. Within reason. Which means that the playing field is even for all of us. There's no one that has more of an advantage or more of a decrease than that. Reason. Within reason. Within an understandable amount of give and take. Okay. Um, reasoning can be... For example, reasoning could be agreed to disagree on something. Or, I want this, I want that, but together we do this. It makes life easier. Um, reasoning is something that is very hard to do because that's a point of selflessness. It's a point of selfless. You have to take yourself out of self and be selfless to be able to make reason. It's a form of compromise within reason. Let's reason together. Let's come to a happy medium together. Okay? So, let's continue. Let's reason together. Says the Lord. The Lord says this. Through your sins, though your sins are like scarlet. Mm-mm-mm. Scarlet. What a tough word that is. It, he uses this, this this terminology to really get it through, like used and abused, but yet shiny and 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 and, and tempting. A scarlet. Oh Lord Jesus, your sins are like scarlet. I'm trying to tell you that you think your sins are wonderful, but they're really dirty and grimy and dirty and nasty. You see it pretty, 
you see it like, my gosh, I can do this, I can do that, I can do this. It makes it look so nice. But Scarlet, pretty on the outside, nasty on the inside. Okay? They shall be as white as snow. Wow. White as snow. So he takes you from one extreme to another extreme. Scarlet sins, white as snow. That's like bleaching out your clothes to a whiteness. That's like the most powerful bleach. Taking a color and just wiping it clean. There's no color. White as snow. Though they are red like crimson. Isn't it what a crimson is? Red like crimson. Does anyone know, you know what crimson is? Crimson is identified as gore or as severely beaten. When someone says, I see him wearing a crimson mask that usually is in, involving a horror type image, um, a, a, a darkness, a brutality, um, barbaric. Crimson means red like crimson. The blood, the the, 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 the the carnage is so, so, so vivid. So vivid. They shall be like wool. Wool. So wool and snow. Pure white. Without blemish. Didn't say that, but I added that. That's what it means. So, what we're going to do, because this is so good, we're going to go a, a, a verse above that. Let's go to 15. Or 17, sorry, go to 17. Okay, because this is really important. People need to really understand what's going on here. Learn to do right. Okay? Right. Not the right-handed. Right. What really matters. The right thing. Seek justice. Does anyone know what justice is? Justice is the scale balancing out. You getting what is justified. Whether you do right or do wrong, you get justification. Justice. That is so important. This the, that we we miss that in the court system, the court system, and all that legal stuff. The justice is so messed up to where it it seems like the criminals get a pass, and the innocent or the not guilty deal with most of the pressure, most of the consequence. The justice scales are not right. God's justice scales are always right. Because he's the only one who judges. So we're scaling this. Do what's right. Seek justice. If you're doing what's right, justice happens. Because you're not at fault. And God is in your corner because you're doing right. Fantastic. 
Revive the oppressed. Revive. Bring back the life. Let's see it. Let's move it. Revive. Revive. Bring it back to flourishment. The oppressed. Oppressed is another word for being depressed or under pressure or uh, depression, stressed out, um, just in a bad way. Oppression is is really looking down on yourself, not having any type of positive in your life. You're depressed. You're you're you may have a suicide suicide suicidal thought. Oppression is very bad. And correct the oppressor. That means that if you know what's going on, you do what's right and you correct it. See, people don't think people who who have Jesus or have a belief is supposed to get involved with certain things. But there's a way to get involved. I mean, I don't. We're not talking about violently. We ain't talking about getting involved in a physical way to where it's going to bring harm to you or anyone else. Get involved where you're needed as a counselor, as a mentor, as a teacher, as a as a prayer partner, as someone who can who can can be a witness to what's going on. If I have a witness, yeah, I've seen so-and-so, so-and-so, do so-and-so, and so-and-so. That is the right way to do it. Not being aggressive and jumping in. I'm not saying there's times that you're not going to do that, but, you know, and you'll be led that way, you know, you know forbid, God forbid that ever happens to anyone. But do what's right and correct the oppressor. And if you correct the oppressor in the godly way, that person will be convicted. And, you know, you just, you just don't want to deal with that kind of stuff. God is, no, you don't like that. That's, that's horrible. It's horrible. Defend the fatherless, plea for the widow. Defend the fatherless. Defend the fatherless. Okay. This is definitely something that I can really touch on in a personal matter. Okay. Throughout most of my life, my father was a worker. My father was what you call a workaholic. Okay, back in those days, um, that was something that was crowned on, not frowned on, crowned on, like a king. Okay, my dad worked all the time. Uh, early in the morning, late at night, you never seen him. He was always working. You can catch him in the morning getting his coffee, his lunch pail, and so forth, jumping in the truck and going off to work. Next time you see them, it's dinner time. You know, cooking dinner, you get the table, dad comes up for work, drops the pail off, goes right to the dinner table, boom, we have dinner. You take a shower, maybe make a little TV, go to bed. My dad was not around like 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 a father raising a child would assume to be. See? And that is the that is the problem with society. So for me, my father I knew my father cared about me, and I know my father at times showed that he had love for me. But most of my life, my father wasn't the father that I needed him to be. I went through a lot of ups and downs. Uh, I was I was picked on as a child. I was bullied when I was in school. Then after I was bullied, um, I turned to uh, my dad wasn't around, like I said, so I turned to street gangs. And that showed me a sense of what I thought family should be. There was a structure. There was something that I can lean back on that defended me. I wouldn't have to worry about walking down the streets and doing things because I had this, what, the, what I considered a family, backing me up. And I had to do certain things to be able to show my worth. 
or my credibility. Um, and as time was on, you know, uh, my father did his own thing and, uh, you know, moved on of his life. And unfortunately, my father did pass away. Um, he passed away from a heart attack. Um, it's been a long, a while now. Um, but my point is, is it says defend the fatherless. There are kids out here who don't have a father, who don't have someone to to step up and show them how to shave, how to comb their hair, how to work on a car, how to talk about the the birds and the bees of manhood, um, how to how to fix things around the house, how to do things a man theoretically is supposed to know how to do, um, and. When you defend the fatherless, what you're doing is you're stepping in the gap for someone who didn't have that mentorship, didn't have that person to say, hey, my father taught me how to ride a bike. My father taught me how to, how to shave. My father taught me how to, how, to, how to work for a living and how to put in a good, you know, work hard and have pride in what you do and, and all the things a father is theoretically supposed to show their kids to do so when you don't have that influence in your life you tend to look to others for that that could be the streets that could be church that could be the school that could be a number of things defend the fatherless if someone doesn't know something because their father wasn't in their life step in and help them Step there and do something about it. In the godly manner, but do something about it. Plead for the widow. Plead for the widow. It's sad when a woman loses their spouse. Um, and a lot of the times what happens is, is we don't know how to stand and, 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 and defend and 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 understand what it's like see now in Isaiah 117 like I just talked about um, we're gonna go through some translations here learn to to do what is good seek justice correct the oppressor defend the rights of the fatherless and plead for the widow's case there you go a little bit more different that's out of the Holman Christian Standard Bible plead the widow's case or cause, plead the widow cause. She doesn't have her father. She doesn't have her husband no more. She needs someone to help her. She doesn't have her husband. No more. Plead, the, plead the cause. Learn to do well. Seek justice. Gladden the oppressed. Do justice to the pleasure and plead for the widow. All of them pretty much going to be the same thing. And lean to do right. Seek the justice is done. Help those who are oppressed. Give orphans their rights. Orphans. Fatherless. Not motherless. Fatherless. Orphans. When you go to an orphanage, you're not going there for, 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 for a father. You're going there for a mother. Orphans go and they're taking care of, like a mother takes care of their kid. They're not going there for a father. Orphans means fatherless. Give orphans their rights. And defend widows. Step up for them. Help them out. Home repairs. Help them out. They don't let their husband no more. Help them out. 
Give him a little hit in the hand. The right way. Okay. The Meshes Bible. Learn to do good. Work for justice. Help the down and out. There you go. Down and out. Re revive the oppressed. Down and out. Stand up for the homeless. Huh, right there. Correct the oppressor. Stand up for the homeless. Go to bat for the defenseless. There you go again. Defenseless. Defend the fatherless. Go to bat for the defenseless. You don't got a father to teach you these things. There's a defense you don't have. Just like kind of like your, um, your defense mechanisms in your body. You don't have the right ones in place. You tend to get sick easier. Simple stuff. Let's argue this out. Pretty simple. Okay. Going down most of it here. Okay. The Orthodox Jewish Bible says, Learn to do good. Seek mispat. Revive the oppressed. Judge the judge the fatherless. Plead for the alayah. Same, same thing. Different words. Um, here we go. Here's a big one. Wow, this is a big one. Let's see if I can get this one done. This is some of the White Cliff. Learn ye to do well. Seek the doom. Help ye him that is oppressed. Deem ye to the fatherless and the motherless child. This one went motherless too. This isn't his father. This went motherless. That's pretty deep. Defend ye a widow. Learn ye to do what is right. Seek ye justice. Help ye those who do be oppressed. Judge ye of the fatherless and the motherless and defend a widow. So it's using the motherless a lot too, which is, is a deeper cause. It's a, it's a, deeper, it's a deeper reason. Um, the Bible in basic English says something very interesting. Take pleasure in well-doing. Learn to do what's right. I said the Amplified, the Bible, basic English, take pleasure in well-doing. Take pleasure in it. Don't just do it. Enjoy it. Isn't that what women say all the time? I don't want you to do something. I want you to, I want you to want to do it, not just do it. I want you to want to do it. I want to take pleasure in doing it. Don't just do it because it's the right thing to do it. Do it because you want to do it. That's a Christ thing, okay? Let your, your ways be upright. Yeah, be the upright person. Be justified. Keep down the cruel. Don't let the cruel raise. Give a right decision for the child who has no father. Basically, stand up for the child. Defend the child that has no father. Defend him. See to the cause of the widow. Basically, help them out. Woman doesn't have a husband because the father is the husband is gone, passed away. Step up, help out, do what's right. Pretty simple stuff. Um, most of it says the same, pretty much the same thing. Along that. Here's the one, the, the NIV, Reader's Version. Learn to do what is right, treat people fairly. That's, do what's right, okay? Give hope to those who are beaten down, basically those who have had a rough life. Show them a little hope. Cheer them up, yeah, cheer up. Stand up in court for children whose fathers have died, basically stand in the gap. Um, and do the same thing for widows. Pretty much do the same thing, help out. You're talking about widows, and follow this on the same page on this one. Like they both need someone to stand in the gap and help them, whether they're without a father, or without without a father, or without a husband. It's the man presence missing. In this scriptures, it's the man presence missing. If you are not the father or the husband, do the godly thing. Just help. Don't have alternative motives. Don't think of anything 
uh, immoral or sensual, don't go there. Just do things that are right. Help out godly. It's, it's not that complicated. It really isn't. Um, most of it's the same thing. All, all the, the versions I'm looking at are all the same thing. It's pretty much on the same page. All the ones I've, I've read out are the ones that are really different. Um, so, um, it really just boils down to the person you are, standing up for what's right, doing that. Okay, so we're going to jump over to back to 18, where we originally began. Okay, so we're going to go to the Webster's. Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord, through your... Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Just It's just one dramatic to another. Um, it really, it's a beautiful thing when the Lord's able to do that for you. And change uh, how you look at things and how you do things. Like for the Good News Translation says, The, the Lord says, now let's settle the matter. You are stained red with sin, but I will wash you as clean as snow. Through, although your sins are red, deep red, you will be as white as wool. That's beautiful. That's like a poem right there. That's poetry. The Lord says, "Look, let's settle the matter now. You are stained red with sin, but I will wash you as clean as snow. Although your sins are a deep red, you will be white as snow. That is so beautiful. Fantastic scripture. That's not the good news translation. That's really nice. I like that. doesn't use the word crimson. Just use red, deep red. Um, so, so does the New Century Version. Same thing. The Lord says, Come, let us talk about these things. Though your sins are like scarlet, they will can be white as snow. Though your sins are deep red, they can be white as wool. Beautiful stuff. Um... I like this one too. God's Word translation says, Come on now, let's discuss this. Let's have a conversation now. Come now, let's, let's reason. Let's discuss. Let's reason. Let's get to the bottom of it. Though your sins are bright right, red, they will become white as snow. Though they are dark red, they will become white as wool. So he just went from one dramatic to another trying to give you the idea. Fantastic. Great stuff. And it's pretty much the same stuff all the way through the rest of the translations. Uh, nothing really too different. Okay, so here's a different one here. Um, the Bible in basic English. Come now and let us have an argument together. Why is that? Why would we go from come now let us have an argument together to come now let us reason? Because sometimes a argument is reasoning. Is getting out all the differences to get to a common goal. That's why it's called an argument. We argue because I got my points, you have your points, and we don't want to budge. But when it says, let's reason together in the Amplified or other versions, it's trying to say that we're trying to get through our differences to come to a resolution. Argument together, says the Lord. The Lord is trying to come together with you on this. How may your sins, which are red like blood, be white as snow? It's a question. He's questioning it. So you're trying to say that you're already taking care of. He's saying your sins are red. They're not white. Why are you even arguing me? 
Hal made their purple, dark purple seem like wool. Dark purple is bruising. It's a bruise. Your sins are bruises on your body. They're just sitting there and you're trying to argue. This is actually a really good example. You're trying to argue with God about how your sins are. You're sitting there bruised up from all the battle marks you have. The punches, the scrapes, the sins you've taken on your body. And you're trying to tell God that you're good. See how that completely changed the meaning of this thing? It went from, let's do it this way to let's do it that way. You're arguing with God about your sins. You look like you just got beat up by a whole bunch of dudes. And you're talking about how you're good. He's trying to reason with you. He's trying to talk this out. And you're, he's even giving you the time to reason. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's just a wonderful way he puts us together. Come now and let us reason together again. Uh, you have to understand something about the Lord, okay? The Lord loveth you. The Lord loves you. If he is willing to sit here and reason with you about your mistakes and say, you are as red as crimson, your marks are like deep purple bruises on your body. I am just trying to come to a happy meeting with you so you can see that I love you and I care for you. Your knuckles are all bruised up from fighting with sin and I am here to help you. Do you not realize that in like in 17, it says, Learn to do right, seek justice, revive the oppressed, correct the oppressor, defend the fatherless, and plead for the windows. It's pure religion. Pure religion isn't even religion. But you got to put a word on it. So it's a pure religion. Which means that that is what God wants you to do all the time. He wants you to seek the right. He wants you to seek the justice. He wants you to revive the oppressed. He wants you to correct the, the, the oppressor. He wants you to defend the fatherless. He wants you to, to plead for the widows. He wants you to help people in his name. That's what he wants you to do. Are you going to do it? Are you going to follow the lead? We'll see. We'll see about that. What a, what, a, what a reading. What a reading. Holy cow, what a message. God is on something. I'm telling you, this is a really good one. Out of the Old Testament, nonetheless. Very good, very good, very good. Guys, it's been a very, very, very good message. Moral of all this is when you get to a point in your life where you can literally say, I am trying to reason with you. Why am I trying to reason with God? My life is in shambles. I am bruised up and I am like a war face. And I'm trying to tell you and argue with you about how my life is. When you already know it and you're just trying to give me a little help and a breath of air. Fresh breath of air. Fresh breath of air. Oh Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the word. We thank you for the message. We thank you for everything you've done, Father. We thank you for being able to, to read your word and come to an understanding and come to an articulation of what you're trying to say to us. God, We, Father, we, we, we have no place to argue with you about salvation, though most of us have done it from one time or another, argued and asked and did this. And we have such a battle-wound body of all types of sin and decay and, and, and bruising and crimson-looking type of faces. And 
we're just it's the spiritual world we look like we have been through hell and back and we're still you're still wanting to reason with us and say hey <laughs> you tell me that is phenomenal we thank you for salvation we thank you for deliverance we thank you for the love that you have given us and we thank you in Jesus' mighty name and everyone agrees amen well guys I thank you for another great message um you ever want to ask questions you want prayer you want to comment on any of these these messages knowledge and gems um, definitely hit us up at 8lu8ok at gmail.com it is on the bottom of the website and it is on all the emails that are sent out daily regarding this message or daily messages um, definitely follow us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at BLU or 8lu Eight okay, um, and definitely spread out. Let people know about it. We 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 want we want feedback. We want people to to be able to uh, reach out to us and uh, and be able to answer some of these questions and be an open ear and a a, a wise wise word. Guys, take care. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy life. Enjoy God. Pray. Seek the word. Whatever out of this message you get. Seek the word. I put up the scriptures on these things so you guys can go back in the scriptures and be able to read it for yourself and get what you want or what God wants to give you out of it. I'm just an articulator. I'm just giving you what he gives me. But I thank you for your ear. I thank you for your time. May God richly bless you. Jesus, give you the path to righteousness. And the Holy Spirit just flow through your body like a Russian river. It's a beautiful thing. Always remember, fear God. Follow Jesus. And let the Holy Spirit flow. Until next time. Until next time. And until next time. Jesus. Strong. Yeah, right?